0: I mean, this advice is probably important for everybody, but it was super important to these guys. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven MoFos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business optimization, mindset optimization, and lifestyle optimization for driven mofos. And the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. I'm gonna tell you about a little story that I had when I was working with a bunch of people who are all in the music industry. And this I think was a really, really important reflection on what normally happens When people want to achieve this great lifestyle and then get it. Because there are certain things that happen that cause most people to just destroy everything when they get their goals and when they get their dreams. I was working with a bunch of these people in the music industry. I can't really say too much, but they were professional musicians. They were playing on a global stage, on a world stage. And I was just chatting with them. I was having dinner with them. And we were working sort of in a coach, friendship capacity, I guess in a way. And I was just talking to them and they had had this amazing career where they'd made lots of money. There was more than one, so there were multiple people who were in the music industry. And I said, there's a very obvious progression that happens most of the time. So when most people start out in music, they have this idea of what music life is supposed to be like where there's gonna be partying, they're gonna have heaps of fun. There's normally drugs as well. So they get free drugs and it seems all fun at first. So you've got alcohol, drugs, Throw in there, these are young men as well. So then there's a lot of sex and a lot of fun. So they go through this lifestyle of traveling, sex, drugs, rock and roll. You know, we've all heard that phrase before. And what will happen is normally they will get to a point where they start playing music because they actually love music. They really enjoy it. It's something that they love to do. They love performing and they love inspiring people through their music and making people move or feel something through the way that they're generating this music. But then what happens is over time, it becomes a bit monotonous. So they're flying quite a lot. They spend a lot of time in airports, stuck in planes. Then you've got the commercial side of it as well, where now they've got to start making money or they've got to be getting paid. They've got management teams and so on. So there's all this pressure. And what was once fun and exciting now turns into a job. It becomes monotonous. And a lot of people go through this, I see it quite a lot with business owners as well. And so it becomes this monotonous task. Normally though, because of the environment that they're in, they're consistently surrounded by sex drugs and alcohol so they keep partying hard they're using a lot of drugs normally to stay awake because they're performing late at night you've also got a lot of alcohol as well which sort of removes the stress and the pressure that they have on themselves consistently it allows them to stay loose to just be able to enjoy themselves i guess in a way then there's women so they get to have a lot of sex and a lot of crazy nights and so there's all this hedonism this pleasure, this consistent pleasuring, pleasuring, pleasuring. Now, if you have a look at the word passion, if you go back and look at the etymology of the word passion, and I'm very specific most of the time, especially when I'm teaching in my courses, around the specific definitions and meanings of words, because it really gives you insight into human behavior. Now, a lot of these words are lost over time, They get misconstrued. People out there just misinterpret stuff and that's normal. But the problem with that is that people start to do things that they don't really understand and then don't understand why they're not getting certain results that they want. Now the original meaning or the original definition of the word passion means to suffer. And if you have a look at a lot of the great writings of people like Marcus Aurelius, Aristotle, Plato, and you go back and you read some of the great philosophers, they talk about this principle of avoiding the passions. They also speak quite heavily around the seven deadly sins or the eight evil thoughts. The seven deadly sins are a Christian concept, but they were taken from the Greeks and the Greeks had the eight evil thoughts. These ideas were all related to the passions. And that was that when we follow the passions, we tend to have an upside without a downside, or so we think. So when we're passionate, we tend to do things that we're highly excited about or we're elated about or we want fun without the pain or without the stress or the frustrations. So when most people think about following their passions, they think about things that are exciting, that are fun, that are enjoyable, but they don't really think about the downside of those actions or those behaviors. And so this is what happens in the music industry quite a lot, but it also happens with a lot of people when they start a business or they have a career. Or it can even just be with kids, you know, some people passionate about having kids and they have them, they go, shit, I didn't realize they're going to be this hard. My thought, my philosophy is, well, what did you think kids were going to be like? But there are millions of people every year who start businesses. And then after a while, they go, shit, this is really hard. This is really tough. I'm struggling. And I say, well, what do you think it was going to be like? You're like, essentially, business is a competitive environment. Essentially, if I'm your competitor, my job is to take your clients. And my competitors' jobs are to try and take my clients and to win market share. So it's consistent competition. If I can outwork you, outperform you, outthink you, I've got better energy, better enthusiasm, and my value set dictates that I'm more congruent with what I'm doing, then I'm probably gonna beat you. And that's the competitive landscape of business. You know, a lot of people follow the passion, but they don't really think about the downsides or the challenges of such a thing, which then can lead them with mental health issues, burning out, beating themselves up, feeling like they're not good enough. And this is normally what people go through when they follow their passions. Hence why the great philosophers spoke about avoiding the passions and why in Christianity they spoke about Avoiding the seven deadly sins or the Greeks spoke about avoiding the eight evil thoughts because they're all based on excess or overconsumption or the passions So anyway, my point is that when I was having this chat with them I was saying about how they were so consumed and caught up in the passions that now everything started falling apart So COVID really fucked them up heavily because they weren't able to travel They weren't able to tour a lot of them had gone to go get nine to five jobs They just weren't enjoying the music anymore. And so when I sat down with them, I said, look, here's the thing. Very rarely do you ever meet someone who says, the key to my success is sex, drugs, and alcohol. Normally they're the things that fuck up people's lives. And so I said, you're at an inflection point right now. We need to make a decision. And if you decide to make the decision, of getting out there and creating great music, loving what you do and doing it in a way where you accept that there are both sides. There are gonna be challenges with touring. There are gonna be challenges and a lot of pressure and a lot of stress of doing what you do, but you actually love the music. You love inspiring people through your music and making them move or feel something through what you give them. Then you'll love what you do. And the difference between love and passion is that when you love something, you accept both sides. So when a parent loves their kids, They know that their kids are their best friend or their dream, but they're also their nightmare. When you love business, you understand that business is both your dream and your nightmare. It challenges you to grow, but it also forces you to grow just through absolute sheer pain and through pressure. So when I sat down with these guys, I said, look, you've got a decision to make now. Now you're gonna keep doing what you always did, which was just go out there and have fun and run a mark. And essentially you ended up before COVID with not a lot of money with a whole bunch of chaos around you as well because you were always drinking, you were on you know, a lot of drugs and things like that. And also there are a lot of girls around you and a lot of women. All it takes is one full pregnant and there's fucking half of your income gone or you know, a lot of money going out of your pocket as well and child support and all that stuff. What do you really want? Like, is it about the music or is it about the parties? And they all agreed that it was all about the music. And I said, well, is it about the drugs and the highs or is it about rocking up and doing the best, most awesome job that you can do? And they said, well, it's about doing the best job. And I said, can you do the best job without drugs and without alcohol? And so when I showed them all this stuff, they actually realized that they enjoy it better when they don't use drugs. They enjoy it better when they're not drunk because they get to feel the music. They get to understand what's going on around them instead of being so intoxicated that they can't even really figure out what way's up or down. Plus then they wake up with a hangover. They feel like shit, they got to get on a plane the next day, they got to fly out. So they didn't realize how much pain they were in by chasing these passions consistently and that they weren't really enjoying the music not because they didn't enjoy the music but because of all the other bullshit around them affected their ability to enjoy the music which was the alcohol and waking up with hangovers every morning the come downs of the drugs the worry in the back of their mind about you know these women around them falling pregnant or you know one of them ending up crazy and psychotic or dealing with one girl finding out about another girl and so they had all this bullshit and drama around them when we stripped all that stuff away they said we just love music like that's why we started And so I worked on just empowering them. I had a session with them and sat down with them and worked on just empowering them to really get clear on what they love, why they love it, and what they're prepared to do in order to reach the top. Since then, they have been absolutely gunning it, and they've been almost producing music every week, just week after week after week after week. And now they're starting to get back out on tour again and all of this stuff. And that was something that they were about to give up and give away and just get a 9-5 job because COVID scared them. They didn't really have any money after years of travel and years of touring. They had a whole bunch of worries, stresses, and concerns. They started realizing that their lifestyle was non-conducive to the way that they really wanted to live. In fact, these people really enjoyed looking after their health. It's just that they fucked it by being on tour all the time and doing what they were doing with alcohol, drugs, and food, and so on. It's important to really reflect on your own life and to figure out where your passions are. Are you following your passions? A lot of people start businesses because of this stupid idea of, I'm going to be able to do what I want, when I want, how I want and I'm gonna have this complete freedom, but that's not what happens. When you start a business, you get a whole bunch of responsibilities. And as the business grows, you need to become more responsible, more accountable, more adaptable, and to focus more on yourself and looking after you as an individual, e.g. looking after your health, looking after your mental health, having time to reflect, having time to think through things. And if you don't do that, you can become crushed by it. And so that's why a lot of business owners, they have this fantasy that I'm gonna start a business, everything's gonna be easy, I'm just gonna make more money than working for somebody else. And then after a while they realize that they made a bit of extra money, but now they've got taxation that they weren't aware of. They've got to learn all this other stuff about accounting. They have to look over the numbers consistently. They have to deal with staffing problems. They've got to learn how to manage people. They have to learn how to lead people. Then they can't get good quality staff. So now they've got to worry about recruitment. If the industry tightens up, they've got to worry about marketing and sales and how they sell the product and the service. So the business owner has to be quite adaptable and that there in itself normally shatters their fantasy And it turns this fantasy into a lot of pain for people. And a lot of people go, well, why doesn't my life look like the fantasy? Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm fucked up. Maybe I'm not good. Maybe my business is shit. And so there are a lot of startup business owners out there who want to go and start another business because they think that they're not getting somewhere fast enough. And it just has to do with the fantasies that they have about their business. There are a lot of people out there who have the same fantasies in an intimate relationship where they will get into an intimate relationship and think that relationships are supposed to be like Hollywood where you just get along with your partner all the time, everyone smiles, everyone's happy, you get all this just support, which that's not an intimate relationship. The goal of an intimate relationship is to force you to grow. It's to create a balance and some stability in your life. So Jess is my counterbalancer. When I get elated and I'm excited about things, she normally comes in and goes, hang on, What about this, this, and this, and this? And she will bring me back down and make me think about the things that I'm not thinking about. If Jess is really, really stressed out, it normally forces me to communicate. And when I'm busy and I've got a heap of shit on, it makes me really reflect on what's important and what's not. And sometimes I go to the business and then she has a meltdown. I've got to jump in there and help her and try to support her. Then I get pissed off because, you know, something that I thought was gonna take five minutes now takes an hour. But what it does is it helps me to understand communication and get better at it. It helps me to understand people better. It puts me into situations where I have to think about something long-term instead of short-term and immediately gratifying. So all of this stuff that happens in an intimate relationship forces me to be better in myself. And that's what an intimate relationship is. It's forcing you to create more balance and more stability by creating chaos. And working through that chaos forces you to create more stability and to communicate more effectively and understand things better. But most people don't think that. They get into a relationship. It's passionate. It's exciting. Both parties show the best of themselves. And then after a while, you start to notice that they've got all these gaps and these disadvantages. And so there are a lot of people out there who are serial daters. And this is happening more and more than ever now because people on things like Tinder or out on dates, people getting compared to this idealistic person that doesn't exist on social media. Why would I want someone who's a little bit overweight and doesn't probably look after themselves when I can have a girl with you know, an amazing body. And then there's also other people out there who have a shitload of money. So therefore, why would I take someone who's average when I can have someone with a heap of money and an amazing body? But then there's also people out there who are great fathers or great mothers. So why would I take someone who's average when I can have someone with an amazing body and also who has an amazing family dynamic and understands people really, really well, but also has the influence of someone who has a large mass of money and all this sort of stuff? And so they're comparing and pushing all these ideas together and then creating this one amazing individual that they're looking for, which isn't really out there. It doesn't really exist. So there are a lot of people who go on a lot of dates who can't find this perfect person, but the perfect person doesn't exist. That's not what you're looking for. That's passion talking. If you're in a relationship, it's about finding love and understanding that you have to grow, that you have to be better. It's not about them, it's about you. And that happens through self-reflection, through self-awareness but also they will bring out the best in you and they will bring out the worst in you. That's a great relationship. And that takes time to develop. And you've got to work through a lot of shit, both in yourself and in each other in that relationship. But those who follow passions normally end up in a lot of pain. So I will say this at our Thrive Time event where I bring this up quite regularly throughout that event, is that any day you have a nightmare, it's because you're comparing it to a fantasy or a delusion you have. Anytime you have pain in your life, It's normally associated to an idea or an ideal that's a fantasy. So it's got more upsides than downsides. So you have to live out the downsides, which then means that you suffer. And that's why the word passion means to suffer, or the word compassion means to suffer with others. And the word empathy is sort of taken from that root word, compassion. A lot of people in our society suffer because of the fantasies and the delusions that they create, which then lead to their suffering. So just check in with yourself. Make sure that your lifestyle and what you're trying to achieve in life isn't a fantasy, and that you're setting clear Effective goals, and you understand the challenges and the problems and the frustrations and the stresses associated with the goals that you have. Because if not, you may be one of those people who suffer, just like those musicians who were about to give up everything because they're attached to fantasies, or just like the people who are about to destroy a relationship because of a fantasy or delusion that they have around what a relationship should look like, or plenty of people out there who start a business and are so mentally stressed out and burnt out because of the mental fantasy that they have around what a business should be instead of what a business actually is, which is essentially waking up every day, getting your ass kicked and solving problems. That's the awesome thing about having a business, and if you love it, that's why you do what you do. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to subscribe, to hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you enjoy these episodes. I would really appreciate that. Anyway, have a great day. Keep kicking massive goals. And I look forward to joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur.